Today's devotional is taken from Our High Calling to Every Man His Work, October 24, 2023. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Mark 13, verse 34. We have a personal work, an individual responsibility, a personal account to render, and it is our own salvation we must secure, for it is a matter of individual concern. The piety and obedience of others will not save us or be doing our work. Their efforts will never be registered against our names as ours. God has left to every one of us our work, not the temporal labor as planting, sowing, reaping, and gathering in the harvest, but to build up His kingdom, to bring souls to the knowledge of the truth, and to regard this as our first and highest duty. God has claims upon us. He has endowed us with capabilities and given us opportunities if we will see them and improve them. These obligations to God none but ourselves individually can meet. The delinquencies of others will be no excuse for anyone to follow their example because Christ is lifted up as the only true pattern, faultless, pure, uncorrupted. There are those who associate together to do evil and seem to think in this they lose their individual responsibility. But God holds them accountable for every act performed that has the slightest tendency to counteract the work of Christ, whether they are united with many or with few. The sin is the same. We are individually responsible. We ourselves should be our concern. Are we in all our words and actions building up the kingdom of Christ, or are we tearing down? Christ says to each one of us, Follow me. Then let us be found followers of Jesus Christ. Now is our time to work. Now is the time for us to form characters after the divine model. If we know Christ, we shall reveal him to others. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world." John 17 verse 18 He came in he came into the world to represent the Father and the work he has given us is to represent his character we cannot be excused for doing this work We'll also read from Reflecting Christ the thoughts must be centered upon God October 24 2023 Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1 verse 13 A storm is coming, relentless in its fury. Are we prepared to meet it? We need to say, the pearls of the last days are soon to come upon us. Already they have come. We need now the sword of the Lord to cut to the very soul and marrow of fleshly lusts, appetites, and passions. Minds that have been given up to lose thought need to change. Girding up the loins of your mind, be sober and set your hope perfectly on the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As children of obedience, not fashioning yourselves according to your former lusts, in the time of your ignorance, 
But like as he who called you is holy, be ye yourselves also holy in all manner of living, because it is written, Ye shall be holy, for I am holy. First Peter 1 verses 13 through 16. The thoughts must be centered upon God. Now is the time to put forth earnest effort to overcome the natural tendencies of the carnal heart. Our efforts, our self-denial, our perseverance must be proportionate to the infinite value of the object of which we are in pursuit. Only by overcoming as Christ overcame shall we win the crown of life. Man's great danger is in being self-deceived, indulging self-sufficiency, and thus separating from God the source of his strength. Our natural tendencies, unless corrected by the Holy Spirit of God, have in them the seeds of moral death. In order to receive help from Christ, we must realize our need. We must have a true knowledge of ourselves. It is only he who knows himself to be a sinner that Christ can save. Only as we see our utter helplessness and renounce all self-trust shall we lay hold on divine power. It is not only at the beginning of the Christian life that his renunciation of self is to be made. At every advanced step heavenward, it is to be renewed. All our good works are dependent on a power outside of ourselves. Therefore, there needs to be a continual reaching out of the heart after God, a constant, earnest confession of sin and humbling of the soul before Him. Perils surround us and we are safe only as we feel our weakness and cling with the grasp of faith to our mighty Deliverer. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Proverbs 30, verse 5, and also taken from Testimonies for the Church, eight, volume 8, pages 315 and 316. And lastly, we'll read from This Day with God, Put Self Out of Sight, October 24th. We glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope. Romans 5 verses 3 and 4. The experience gained in the furnace of trial and affliction is worth more than the inconvenience and painful experience it all costs. The prayers you offered in your loneliness, in your weariness and trial, God answered as you could bear it. You did not have clear and correct views of your brethren, neither did you see yourself in a correct light. But in the providence of God, He has been at work to answer the prayers you have offered in your distress in a way to save you and glorify His own name. In your ignorance of yourself, you asked for things which were not the best for you, God hears your prayers of sincerity, but the blessing granted is something very different from your expectations. God designed to place you in His providence in connection with His church more directly, that your confidence should be less in yourself and greater in others whom He is leading out to extend His work. It is God that has led you through straight places. He had a purpose in this that tribulation might work in your patience, that tribulation might work in you patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. The trials he permitted to come upon you 
where that through the exercise of these, you would experience the peaceable fruits of righteousness. God would lead you through an affliction and trials that you might have more perfect trust and confidence in Him, and that you might think less of your own judgment. You can bear adversity better than prosperity. The all-seeing eye of Jehovah detected in you much dross that you considered gold and too valuable to throw away. The enemy's power over you had at times been direct and very strong. Your will must be molded by God's will, or you will fall into grievous temptations. I saw that when you labor in God, putting self out of sight, you will realize a strength from God which will give you access to hearts. You are not always kindly considerate of the feelings of others, and you create trials and dissatisfaction all needlessly. More love in your labors, more kindly sympathy would give you access to hearts and win souls to Christ and the truth. Letter 54, October 24, 1874, to an early SDA minister. God bless you.